Who's ready for some spaghetti madness? It's harmless phosphorescence. Let my cousin Pookie out. This is Thoreau Smiley. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh CC. And hey, give me that hand, Playboy. I'm Brian Lesh, and I will fight crime butt ass naked. <laughs> I'm Alaric Weber. Do I have permission to touch your body? It's not sexual. <laughs> and this, well, yes, Al. <laughs> and this is Armless Phosphorescence. Uh, this is the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full-length live-action superhero movie ever made. We gather some research into the production and the source material, then we tell you all about it. Uh, this show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beck with an Atticus Burkett, and you can be a patron too. Head on over to patreon.com slash harmlessentertainment. We got a lot of bonus content there. There's some Star Wars miniseries, uh, holiday shows. Uh, we got some ones about music. We've got weekly ones that come out. Um, and... Uh, we are also live streaming this. Hi, live streamers. And uh, to our podcast listeners, if you want to watch us do this, you can check out the live streams on our YouTube channel. Just search for uh, Harmless Entertainment on YouTube and we will be there. Or follow the link in the show notes. Um, so uh, this week on Harmless Phosphorescence, uh, we are watching 2008's Hancock. Fellas, listen, give yourselves up quietly. Okay. Hancock's latest act of so-called heroics has once again enraged city officials. I can smell that liquor on your breath. Because I've been drinking. Jackass. Call me a jackass. One more time. Jackass. How about you, Thickness? Goggles? Hancock, son of a gun. I knew you'd come. Stop crying, punk ass. Not okay. I do public relations. People don't like you, Hancock. But I look like I care what people think. I think you're wasting your time with this guy. Pulled some stuff up on YouTube. Everybody remembers Walter, the gray whale. He was stuck on the beach. Along comes Hancock. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Greenpeace does. You're a superhero, for God's sakes. People should love you. How are we going to do that, right? Right now, there's a DA trying to figure out how to come up here and put you in jail. I say you go. Hmm? He's not going to go. People take you for granted, you know? we got to make people miss you. If you don't move, your head is going to piss you. <laughs> Day five and crime is still on the rise. You got a phone call. It's the chief of police. He says he needs your help. You have a calling. You're a hero, Hancock. You're gonna be miserable the rest of your life until you accept that. Life here can be difficult for me. After all, I'm the only one of my kind. You deserve better from me. I will be better. I ain't wearing that. A little tight. What you got? Hancock! I need you to end this. Plan for me! 
touch your body. Yes! It's not sexual. Not that you're not an attractive woman. Maybe on a different day. Get me out of here! Hancock is down. He looks hurt. That's it. Make it look hard. Um, <laughs> wow, they really showed all their cards in that trailer. Um, everything yeah. up to the twist, yeah. Um, yeah. This was released July 2nd, 2008. Uh, the big holiday summer blockbuster movie. Uh, it has a running time of 92 minutes. Cost $150 bucks. Took in $629 million. This was a huge hit. Wow, it really was. I yeah. did not I realize it. Theaters. Did. Yeah. Well, um, I can't remember if I did. I don't think so. I but I did see it. Yeah, I definitely saw it. I don't think it was in theaters. Um, so uh, this movie came out July 2nd, 2008. So I think it's time for us to play the box office top 10 game. This is yeah. the game where uh, I will describe every movie in the box office top 10 for the week of July 2nd, 2008. Um, using only the box office mojo descriptions, leaving out uh, proper nouns as necessary. Boys here will try to guess where Hancock opened, and then they'll try to guess what movie I'm describing using that description. Um, uh, boys, let's uh, see. Where do you think this opened? Um, Al, we'll go with you first. Um, it, given how much money it took in, I'm going to say number one. Al goes one. It's Will, it's Will Smith. Everybody loves Will Smith. He is yeah. fresh. Um, <laughs> Josh, what are you thinking? Well, I mean, I'm without. It seems like a foregone conclusion, but let's say three just to get the gamble going. <laughs> Make it <laughs> to yeah to 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 float the uh, the buy. <laughs> so all right, Brian, I don't, that was gibberish. I don't know what that meant. <laughs> I spending too much time on Wall Street bets. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say number two. One, two, three. All right. Um, so here we go, guys. This is the box office top ten. Coming in at number ten, um, an Israeli special forces soldier fakes his death. Zohan. Zohan, yep. yeah. This was in last week. Um, so, uh, Brian, you get 100,018,837 points because that's what Don't Mess With the Zohan made. <laughs> And you get a the box coupon off. for a free haircut. Wow. Yeah. I say. Could use the haircut, too. And you get to watch an Adam Sandler movie on Netflix <laughs> as oh. homework. They should be paying me for that. Um, oh, my God. So um, we were talking about um, Hayden Christensen movies on Jumper, and we mentioned Little Italy. So Jude has been obsessed with that for a while because some YouTuber he watches talked about it. So he made me watch it yesterday. That, what is it? So Hayden Christensen and Emma Roberts... Are yeah. residents of Little Italy, Toronto. <laughs> um, All right. And their families own competing pizzerias. What? And it's a Romeo and Juliet story <laughs> in Little Italy, Toronto, <laughs> with competing pizzerias. 
<laughs> Romeo and Juliet. With Hayden Papa Christ- John says, I can't go. And they've got like, there's like um, Danny Aiello's in it and like Alyssa Milano and like, <laughs> like they're doing like New York Brooklyn accents. With everything. Okay. But and Jude's really into it? Jude, no, he just thought it was funny because uh, some okay. YouTuber talks about it and talks about how bad it is. And Jude has gotten into this thing where he wants to watch really terrible movies to make fun of him. It's like an MST3K yep. kind of thing. Um, yeah. I wonder where he gets it from. Right. right. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, it was crazy. And Emma Roberts is the least Italian person I have ever seen on screen, period. But I have a thing for her. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, she's adorable, but still. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Number nine, <laughs> a New York City writer is finally getting married but her three best friends must console her sex and the city yes both sex and also the city you get two points Al for guessing both of those things but wait dig that description a woman is getting married and her friends console her well it's like opposing I didn't finish the sentence after she's jilted (laughs) at the altar (laughs) (laughs) okay Al was just too fast for me. Um, all right. Furious. Look at him. I <laughs> uh, was like, two points. <laughs> two points. <laughs> for Dre. Hey, it's two more than I had before. That's true. Do the points reset every time? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. I made up the game. Um, coming in at number eight. <laughs> and I refuse <laughs> to say. Um <laughs> <laughs> Set in Cincinnati at the height of the Great Depression, a resourceful young girl helps her mother run a boarding house after her father loses his job. I had no idea that's what this was about. I've heard the title of this movie before. I had no clue that's what this was. It's called Bummer. Yeah. (laughs) An American story. Uh, Cincinnati WKRP, the movie. (laughs) Oh, my God. Give it to me. Uh, Brian, any guesses? No idea. This is Kit Kitteridge, an American girl. I thought she was like... I guess so. I I thought she was like... When I heard this movie title... Like 10, 12 years ago, whenever this was, I thought it was like a... She was like a detective in like the suburbs or something. I had no idea. (laughs) That's reasonable. No, she's a doll that lives in an orphanage. That's so weird. And each article of clothing costs hundreds of dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, isn't there, like, a bunch of an American girl dolls or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's why this one's Kitteridge. I think they all have names. (laughs) So they were planning on making a whole series of American girl or American doll movies. Yeah, the American girl universe. The AGU. Which includes Chicago Hope. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, do you guys know about oh what is it called the 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 Valverde the Valverde I think it's Valverde Universe. So Die Hard, um, Die Hard and uh, oh god, what are the other ones? Um, hold on, I gotta Google this. Um, die easy. Um. It's the Valverde. Yeah, it is the Valverde uh, universe. Okay, so um, Commando and uh, Die Hard. 
Um, there's some other ones. Predator. All of them feature um, feature uh, uh, soldiers from a country called Valverde. Oh. So, <laughs> in theory, okay. Die Hard and Commando take place in the Predator Alien Prometheus universe. Oh wow! Yeah, that sounds right. like uh, Valverde. Just sounds like a like a corporation, like a corporate entity that yes. just makes like American style salsa. Oh God, yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like the fictional <laughs> salsa picante company. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's where Wayland Utani got its origins. That was yeah. the seed money that they got to Val, Val, start cloning. Yeah. Valverde salsa made in Cincinnati. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> New York City. Get a Thank you, Al. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next in the uh, top 10, coming in at number seven, uh, in 1957, archaeologist and adventurer Dr. Henry Indiana Jones Jr. is called back into action. <laughs> Any guesses, guys? It's clear. Mr. Holland's opus. Did you, <laughs> did you say queer eye for the straight guy, Josh? Oh, I said clear and present. <laughs> oh, okay, I'd rather go the other. <laughs> uh, I... I got one word wrong last week. It was the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That is right, Al. Yes. Okay. So you get um, five of uh, Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Skull vodka bottles for that. Uh, um, most of these were on our lists previously because uh, we had uh, a movie that came out recently. Um, so, um, Are there any new ones? There's a few. There's a few. Um, All right. A scientist on the run must find a cure. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, clearly. You get an incredible point, Al. One incredible point. Don't make it angry. Don't. Or it'll become a different kind of point. Um, It'll be a green point. Yeah. It'll no longer be a point. It'll be a straw man. Um, Coming in. At number five this week, um, uh, the dra- <laughs> this is yeah, this was here before too. The dragon warrior has to clash against the savage Tai Lung as China's fate hangs in the balance. <laughs> However, the dragon warrior mantle is supposedly mistaken to be as bestowed upon um, someone who is a novice in martial arts. I love that it starts with V as if. <laughs> We all know the about dra- the oh, dragon, him? the dragon warrior. Not again, you mean the panda warrior. Yes, kung fu panda. Yes, kung fu panda. You Al get one black point and one white point. <laughs> Domino, and uh, three other points for the number of pandas that are currently not mating. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw a video of one like sliding down a hill repeatedly. Like, oh, they love to have fun. No, it's pan- like you're going extinct. Panda visit. Panda videos are insane. Like the when the panda handlers come in and throw them a piece of bamboo, so they drop their children <laughs> to take the bamboo, and then the panda handlers just take the kids out. It's like, how did you survive in the wild, you fucking idiots? Um, number four. I'm sorry. Um, I, I I didn't mean to call. If any pandas are listening, <laughs> I apologize for my insensitive remarks. Coming in at number four, a highly intellectual. You, you said panhandler. Panhandlers. <laughs> Panda handlers. <laughs> the pan. The pan. 
<laughs> God damn it. All right. Al and Brian aren't really very amused. Um, coming in at number four. A highly intellectual but bumbling spy is tasked with preventing a terrorist attack from a rival spy agency. Get smart. Yeah, Steve Carell yeah. as Maxwell Smart and Get Smart. Um, you get um, one smart point. It's like wow. a smart yeah, phone. It was a total guess. You can go on Facebook <laughs> on your point. point. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in at number three, a frustrated office worker learns that he is the son of a professional assassin. <laughs> and that he shares his father's superhuman killing abilities. Should this have been on our list? I do not know this movie at all. It, um, I don't know. What a man wants. Stop ringing a bell. What the ability to kill is what a man wants. <laughs> it looks like that maybe Jessica Tyler Alba. Perry's. It looks like it could be Jessica Alba on the poster. I can't tell who the dude is. This is called Wanted. Oh. I'm not familiar with this this movie at all. I'm going to have to look into that. <laughs> See what's on the what what with that. <laughs> uh, number two. In a distant future, a robot inadvertently embarks on a space journey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> yeah, Brian got it. <laughs> what was it? Wally. Oh. <laughs> so charming. Yeah. Um, Brian, you get um I don't know, a space a pile point. of trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. In your CPU. You get to cry at the uh uh 71 minute mark <laughs> as happens in all Pixar films. Yep. Um or I don't know, up happened right away. Well, he, well yeah, up you get to cry numerous times. Right in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and number one, Hancock is a superhero whose ill-considered behavior regularly causes damage in the millions. He changes when the person he saves helps him improve his public image. And so, Al, you get um, a hand point for Resident Hancock. You get a case of whatever those were, whether that was whiskey or what have you. Yeah, it seems like whiskey. Those giant handle bottles, yeah. Yeah. The Gentleman's Jim Bourbon. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Kroger brand. (laughs) Uh, Real quick, uh, Wanted was uh, Angelina Jolie and James McAvoy. Oh, wow. That did not look like Angelina Jolie on that cover. What what is this... Can you tell us a little more about Wanted? <laughs> this is going to be a Wanted podcast um, now. Was it a comic property? I don't think so. Okay. Um, it mentions superhuman killing abilities once, but it doesn't say anything about being a superhero. Do to do. Yeah, he he gets trained by someone in the assassin organization. I don't know. I don't think it needs to be on our list. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it at all. Seems like he's just kind of like a assassiny James Bondy kind of deal. Um, assassiny. Assass- <laughs> he's nice, but he's kind of assassiny. <laughs> just a little assassiny um, on the weekends. Um, all right, that is our box office top ten. Um, Hancock did not have a uh, comic book origin, so Al. Um, you don't have anything I to tell. I slept in. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, so that will bring us to uh, the production. Uh, this movie was directed by Peter Berg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, neither he's did I. Um, he's, you know. Oh, I was, I was confusing him with Alec Berg. Alec Berg. <laughs> Alec Berg. Yeah. Alec Berg. Alec Berg. <laughs> From Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, um, he, uh, Peter Berg, his first movie was Very Bad Things, um, which was was kind of a rough film. Um, he did a Rundown, uh, Friday Night Lights, um, The Losers, The Kingdom. Oh, God, he directed Battleship? I did not know that. Um, <laughs> well. Deepwater Horizon, Patriot's Day. Wow, his later career has not been what his earlier career was. Um, yeesh. Um, Sounds like a discount Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah, really kind does. Of, like a real machismo. He's a boxer and a personal trainer to the stars as well. And also, he either produced or something, but was all over Entourage. Oh. Where does he find the time? That tells you a lot. Though. Um, yeah, he was in... He has a his acting career goes back way before his directing career. He was in uh, Shocker, um, Going Overboard, uh, Fire in the Sky. Um, heavy. He was in Heavyweights. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a low key funny movie. It's Joe Apatow, Ben Stiller. Oh wow. Huh. Um, Corky Romano. <laughs> Collateral. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god, this is after he started directing. He was in Corky Romano. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Apparently, he was in this. Oh, uh, yeah. As uh, the it said Doctor Who dot dot dot. Um, <laughs> the Doctor Who. Doctor Who helps Mary. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Just brief spot. Yeah, um, I honestly don't know how I feel about Peter Berg. I'm not. I don't think. I don't know. I'm not especially impressed. Um, it's okay to be different. It's underrated, indifferent. Yeah. Um, so uh, we've got it, we on producer credit. I don't usually mention producers, but we've got Akiva Goldsman, Michael Mann, Will Smith, and James Lasseter producing yeah. this. Will Smith's not surprising, but um, the other ones that is some. Uh, some heavyweight people there. Um, well, it made six hundred million. Yeah. Um, <laughs> writing credits: we have Vi Vincent. Um, I'm. I always say. Uh, I always say these these names wrong. Engo, like Eng, like N oh. N G N G O Engo. I believe is correct. If I, I'm sorry for any what Vietnamese listeners. <laughs> yeah, to whom I'm mispronouncing that. Um, so, um, he, I think the N is silent. Just go. <laughs> it's just go. It's not go. There was one so. more writer. Like, cause Anna Ng is Ng, which was my first, uh, my first, uh, um, yeah. the first time I, I became familiar with the, that, uh, type of naming convention. Uh, sure. Um, but, uh, I'm basing it on, uh, Dustin Gwynn from uh, oh. 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. But it isn't, isn't that technically Gwynn? Like there's an ng, Gwynn? Oh, sure, man. but it's not N Gwynn. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vietnam. I'm just sorry for everything. <laughs> for this. Yeah. This <laughs> atrocity against them. 
<laughs> um, Not ever in the history of man. Let's see. He also uh, wrote Beat the Devil, The Hunger, Hostage, um, Fearless. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, he's the first writing credit on here. Uh, apparently, he came up with the uh, the idea for this. Um, his uh, motivation was that he loved Superman, and he wanted to do a version of Superman that was more real and challenging. Um, he wrote the spec script, and it was entitled Tonight He Comes. Um, it was originally about a 12-year-old and a fallen superhero. Um, well, basically, he, he made a movie out of that scene in Superman 3, or those few scenes, where he's drunk and, and shitty. Exactly. Exactly. This is just that, that middle 20 minutes of Superman 3 done into an yeah, entire film. Stretch. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. Um, eventually, they brought on a new writer by the name of Vince Gilligan. Yeah. Gilligan? Uh, uh, Breaking yeah. Bad and X-Files. X-Files, yeah. Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, this is, okay, so his film writing credits are as follows. Um, working Backwards, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Hancock. Home Fries, the Drew Barrymore 1998 film, and Wilder Napalm in 1993. I, Wilder Napalm is a fantasy romantic comedy um, starring Dennis Quaid and Deborah oh. Winger. That's um, about a pair of pyrokinetic brothers and their rivalry for the same woman. What? Wow. Pyrokinetic? pyrokinetic <laughs> brothers they can control fire and they're both they want to date the same lady they just need to start a Vegas show <laughs> lighting tigers <laughs> on fire <laughs> uh, um, so yeah this movie um, let's see uh, Tony Scott was originally uh, picked it up. Um, mm, he to, made it interesting. Yeah, Tony Scott would have been interesting for it. Um, then after he got, after he moved on, it uh, switched over to Michael Mann. Michael Mann was supposed to direct for a while. Um, then uh, it was acquired by Akiva Goldsman. Um, they brought on, uh, they got Will Smith attached to it. Uh, Will Smith um, decided to uh, make... So, Will Smith was attached to this and I Am Legend simultaneously, and he couldn't decide which one to film first, and he was going to film this one, and then um, then it got... Somehow it got pushed back. They had to do a rewrite or something, so he did I Am Legend first. Hmm. Um, they... Uh, Let's see. They wanted to. Ch the name was originally um, "Tonight He Comes," but uh, <laughs> then they changed it to John Hancock, <laughs> and then eventually just Hancock. Um, it, yeah, I don't know. Um, it's <laughs> this movie is lost in the wilderness throughout. Yeah, this movie is like the height of like just big budget, like star driven, like eight, like nineties through two thousands Hollywood. 
Um, yeah. And I would say the first two acts deliver on that front. Absolutely. The first two acts yeah. very much so deliver that kind of like 90s, like middle of the road, like um, like fun, entertaining, yeah. kind of like star-driven movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then it was just sort of a deflated balloon at the yeah. end. I agree. Real quick. I agree. Um, so, um, yeah, Will Smith, of course, stars do, I mean, it's Will Smith. I don't really need to go into the Fresh Prince's, uh, career. If we don't know who Will Smith is, then who are yeah, we? Yeah, everybody's as about a, Gemini, man, right? As a, <laughs> <laughs> right? As a, am I the only one who loved that movie? I haven't I seen it. Seen it. No, I've okay, only heard bad, terrible things. <laughs> um, de-aging, man. Motherfuckers and they're de-aging. Um, Charlize Theron. Is hey, is he a Scientologist, Will? Will is, no. he's not a Scientologist. They are loosely affiliated with Scientologist organizations, as far as I know. Um, but they, I mean, they're not like Tom Cruise level Scientologists. No, no. Though, right? <laughs> I know, I know that they, they run in like circles with Scientologists, so they very well could be, sure. and they just yeah. are playing it safe. Um, which I don't know how you would do a Scientology because they don't like that. But uh, nah. well, yeah, I mean, I imagine you have to at least be friendly with Scientology if you're going to be at that level in Hollywood. Yeah, I've I've heard things of them putting big money towards like uh, buildings and groups that that are closely affiliated with the Scientologists. This was years ago, though. This was like five or six years ago. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Will Smith, famously the father of uh, Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> best known best known for uh, the man who cannot see mirrors because he has no eyes um, yeah, everybody knows the Fresh Prince theme song it makes me think it was taught in school and I just don't remember yeah, <laughs> yeah um, god that might be his most lasting contribution to society is the Fresh Prince theme song um, yeah. we all know um, Charlize Theron uh, stars in this as Mary. Um, she got her start um, in the early '90s. Uh, she was a model. Um, well, she's one of she's one of our best African American um, actors. She's from South Africa. <laughs> she is. Africa. She is. No, I I got it. <laughs> Just. Um, I don't know if Al remembers because it was probably 20 years ago now, but w w we met at a party, the I INS agent that like rubber stamped and approved her entrance <laughs> into the United States. Into Hollywood. <laughs> and then we I don't remember that at all. Wow. It was at the Hick party. There's, there's a picture of us from that. Huh. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. I thought that was interesting. So that man, that man made uh, possible her, uh, Role in Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest. Yes. Urban Harvest. <laughs> Wait, is there corn in the city? Yeah, it's like a community garden. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was thinking, corn I was thinking it was like in a supermarket. Week. Yeah, it's still corn week. I was thinking in a supermarket, like just in the frozen food section. <laughs> just That's kids, already harvested. Kids in the freezer <laughs> amongst bags of corn. <laughs> Uh, she played a hit woman in two days in the valley. Um, then she started really making a name for herself. Devil's advocate. Um, 
Mighty Joe Young. Devil's Advocate is crazy. If that year comes I love that movie. When that year comes yeah, up on our I monthly do. movie, hey guys, patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. Every month we do a movie that's not superhero related. Uh, this month, February, we're doing Gremlins 2, which is handy because in December we did Gremlins 1. Um, so check that out. Uh, buck a month and you can watch us do a whole nother podcast. Um, but yeah, Devil's Advocate's crazy. And that's our master class on the gremlins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't believe we're going to end up doing both gremlins movies. <laughs> if you ever wanted to make your own gremlins movie, you got to check out the podcast. Yes. Like, hey, I did. <laughs> uh, um, she, Reindeer Games, she was in. Uh, oh, God, The Legend of Bagger Vance. She worked with Will Smith prior. Um, oh, God, that was a terrible movie. Um, oh, yeah. The Curse of that's the like Jade. golf one, right? Yeah, that's yes. that's yeah. the yeah, and it was probably maybe not the last, but like the the first time culturally we recognized the the magic, um, yeah, yeah, the magic that's Negro the, character. You yeah. know, like there's always behind every great white man was this wise old black man that gave him. Yeah, <laughs> that that's that's what brought that into the common parlance, much like um, much like uh. Garden State brought in um, the um, Manic Pixie Dream Girl into common parlance. Yeah, yeah. I, I, will, I will say Stephen King. That's one of my salt, oh. uh, salty things with Stephen King. Yeah, he, that is that is the backbone of almost all of his stories. Green Mile so, and magical black character, right? That dies, you know, to save yeah. some lost white guy. Ugh. It's the worst. <laughs> it is the worst. Um, uh, all right, so um, she won an Oscar for Monster, um, and she I don't know, she's been working since then. Oh, my God, that's right. She worked with Jason Bateman in Arrested Development. I forgot about that. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> right. She's she's girlfriend. So yeah. Oh, my God, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, North Country. What's she doing these days? Um, I, I still what's she up to? I should give her a call. Um, her with Michael Fassbender uh, in, in Prometheus. They just oh, yell at each other right. all the time. It's great. It's oh great. my god, I haven't seen Prometheus <laughs> since like it came like, out. We have to Everybody get to the Nakatomi Tower. So yeah, it's you know it's Charlie Theron. Um, Jason Bateman has <laughs> Ray Embry. He had a really interesting career. Um, so one of the coolest like almost Burt Reynolds or Bill Murray level of like comeback. Yeah, for sure. Came back strong and then just kept boom, boom, boom. He was the Teen Wolf 2 kid and then all of a sudden bam. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, so yeah, he got to start on Little House on the Prairie, Silver Spoons and then The Hogan Family. Um mm-hmm. uh brother to uh Justine Bateman, um star of uh the 1992 um where is it? The 1992 oh. public service uh, video, um, How Do You Know When You're in Love? <laughs> With his sister, that's Justine Bateman, service. and Ted Danson. <laughs> um, that's oh wild. You guys should check it out. Yeah. It's on YouTube. Um, <laughs> what was the Hogan family? Was that a spinoff? Yeah, uh, Valerie's family. It started oh, out right. as Valerie, and then Valerie. Yes. <laughs> it was, uh, what's her face? Um, Rhoda. What was her? Uh, I can't remember. Bertinelli? Not no, Valerie Bertinelli. Uh, Rhoda. From uh, Mary Tyler Moore. That was the Valerie actress. Um, but um, it started out as Valerie. But then she wanted too much money, so they fired her, and it became Valerie's family. 
And then like they just did to Roseanne recently. 100%. Exactly that. Um, except Roseanne, it wasn't money. Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, and then, and then they eventually changed it from Valerie's family to the Hogan family. Okay. I'm back. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, but then, okay. So, and then his filmography is hilarious because, um, in, uh, he did that television work. He was basically known for television. And then uh, he did like nothing for 10 years except for TV movies. Crossing the Mob, A Taste for Killing, Confessions, Two Faces of Evil. This Can't Be Love. <laughs> um, oh, that's it. That's the, te- that's the one. This Can't Be Love. Um, <laughs> Black Sheep, Burke's Law, Heart to Heart, Simon. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but then um, he started his comeback with a uh, dodgeball. Um, where he oh, was, yes, yeah, dodgeball. He uh, was playing the uh, the the announcer, the, the announcer. commentator. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's oh, a yeah. that's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Yeah, <laughs> Gary Cole was uh-huh. the other guy. Yeah, dodgeball is an incredible movie. Incredible I movie. Think so. And I've said it before, it is a master class in, in uh, story structure. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then, you know, he got... Uh, then he got the, uh, the uh, Arrested Development um, and just, yeah, really started his coming back. Uh, horrible Bosses, um, Hit and Run. He's been back ever since, so good for him. Um. <laughs> So we've got Eddie Marzen as Red. <laughs> Ugh, that character. Uh, yeah. He's been in a bunch of stuff he got. Let's see. Um, he was in Happy Go Lucky in 2008. Um, seems to just be a character actor. Um, yeah, I vaguely recognized him. Oh, he's British. Hmm. But a lot I of- didn't recognize his voice because he couldn't decide. No. Well, and he's British, and it seems like he was trying to do an American accent not very well. Now that I see he was British, um, you know, and then the times he tried, he sounded like that Southern drawl that Hannibal Lecter used mm-hmm. to like mock Clary. Yeah, yeah, yeah he sounded like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, dude, yeah. dude, dude was really having a tough time with his American accent. Um, he was in V for Vendetta, um, Miami Vice, Mission Impossible Three. He's a character actor. Um, uh, Johnny Galecki was briefly in this and Thomas led it. Yeah. yeah. Those were their big gets. Yeah. Um, and Mike Epps, um, in the, uh, post credit sequence. Um, so that's about it for the production. Um, it was pretty much like studio movie produced big movie star kind of thing. Not a lot really going on there and behind the scenes. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes, this thing has uh, 41%. Um, so, I mean, you know, it, not amazing, but not awful. It's below that's 50. Pretty, yeah, that's pretty generous for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Namrata Joshi of Outlook writes, Some melodrama and a superwoman later, it loses steam. <laughs> Um, let's see Uh, Peter Bradshaw of The Guardian writes it becomes an entirely different film one not really premised on the bad superhero comedy idea and the film is then oddly without a sense of humor 
and its vague interest in satire vanishes completely. That that is true. It becomes an entirely different movie at that point. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Andrea said that. Yeah, as well. It yeah. It just it's just a different movie, and it's really weird. Um, David Calhoun of Time Out writes, "Quote not available." <laughs> Do that joke every week. Never gets tired. I love it. Um, <laughs> Do you see a rando? Oh yeah, let me check out the rando. Let me see. Um, let me see. Oh wait, here we go. Audience. Um, Jason one two three writes. I didn't love it, nor did I hate it, but the film really suffers from poor pacing and a laggy plot. Uh, let's see. That's uh, generous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, some uh, Steve writes some good ideas, but the film fails because it twi- its its twists make little sense, and it becomes what it so strongly wants to avoid being—a weak superhero film. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all pretty reasonable. <laughs> um, yeah, and they I'll all sound like English Al- is their first language. Al Qaeda made this movie. <laughs> yeah. Will Will Smith murdered my parents. Like, yeah, nothing like that this week. <laughs> It's a game. <laughs> so um, that's about it. Uh, that being said, you guys ready to uh, jump into the movie? Yes. You fellas sure you want to ride this train? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> it's spaghetti madness. Choo-choo, asshole. <laughs> Choo-choo, asshole. That sounds threatening. I like it. Uh, here we go, guys. This is Hancock. We open with the high-speed chase on an L.A. freeway. Um, meanwhile, Hancock is passed out on a bench drunk. Oh, with the kid from the middle. Yeah. The kid who looks like he's the okay. kid of the dwarf from Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, he does. Uh, I always thought he looked like... Um, if uh, if uh, Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle had been a little more developmentally disabled <laughs> beyond ADD. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, so uh, he's awakened by that child uh, to deal with the situation. He's an asshole to the kid. Then he flies away, leaving a big, uh, leaving the uh, sidewalk cr- uh, crumbled when he takes off. What, you want a cookie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he tries to grab that woman's ass as she's walking by. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. he's got a whole crate of gentleman Jim uh, underneath yeah. the bench. Yeah. Right. That would definitely not have been touched at all while he was passed out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, L.A. is very trustworthy town. It is. If there's one thing I know about L.A., it's that it's got a small town vibe and everybody looks yeah. out for each other. Yeah, like we used to not even lock our doors <laughs> because they were stolen. <laughs> I chalked it up to fear of the drunken hobo who can flatten you. You'd think yeah. that yeah, it's risky. It's you'd, risky. You'd think that, but based on how every single person in the movie interacts with him, apparently nobody is scared of Superman. Not nope. a single fucking person. <laughs> not one. It's all Silsby, Texas. To bring that back up, they all want to punch him in his face and yeah. shoot him yeah. in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Cursing right at him. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it's not risky, 
if you've been drinking mouthwash for like a week, <laughs> some hobo. <laughs> I bet he. The real know. deal is worth the risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His decision making skills aren't that great to begin with. Clearly, <laughs> if, you're, <laughs> if you're a hobo looking to steal some booze from underneath a bench. Um, yeah, my rock bottom was stealing from a superhero. Uh, so yeah, he flies away. <laughs> he lands in the bad guys' car. Um, they try to kill him, but he's invulnerable. Um, they do shoot up his glasses and gin, uh, his uh, whiskey, though. Yeah. Which, I love that he stops the car, Fred Flintstone style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the fun. music that played in the trailer um, was so much worse than the music that they played in the movie. The choice of music yeah. in these first couple of scenes were just was so perfect. good. Yeah. No, the, yeah. The, the soundtrack in general, until they started getting to like the, the actual written soundtrack for it, which I didn't think was very good. I looked up that guy's. Yeah. Um, IMDb and he's hasn't done yeah. a lot of movies, which I'm very impressed with soundtrack wise. Um, but uh, yeah, the the music they chose that first one, especially that was Jay Giles Band, which I was not expecting oh. that to be Jay Giles Band when I heard it. Far out. But then yeah, then Ludacris. Um, but it was yeah. it was the uh, edited version. It was the move star 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 <laughs> version. Um. Yeah. Wasn't that ODB at one point? I, I forget. He might have. When he's flying around drunk through town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I forget. Was, that was, was that the ODB version? It wasn't, um, it wasn't, uh, um, it wasn't the old, uh, what's his face one from, uh, um, now, <laughs> oh, God, what is it called? Um, not Eric B and Rakim. Um, shit. I can't remember. Was it Eric B and Rakim? You know what I'm talking about, right, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, (laughs) this is very Uh, interesting for all of our listeners and viewers as we Google things. Uh, we'll move on. You can bring it up. Let me know when you find it. Uh, so yeah. Um, they try to kill him. He's invulnerable. He grabs the car and flies it up, dropping it and impales it on a spire on top of the Capitol Records building. Is there a big yeah. spike sticking out of the Capitol Records building? I don't know if I ever noticed. I think so. I think there's a, a pokey at the top. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, later he's in a bar. He's watching the news report about his hijinks. Um, well, and speaking of like nobody's afraid of him. That old woman just is mad dogging him hardcore. And it made me think that like, even if that was not a superhero, what are you doing lately? Right? (laughs) Very confrontational that you, you know. No, every single person in this movie treats him like he's just an ass. Like he's just a jerk without superpowers. Like, like, oh, he's that asshole. We all hate him. But he can literally kill anybody. He's invulnerable. Like what? Right. What? So let's buy, let's vibe them at the dive bar. <laughs> it was baffling. <laughs> um, apparently, so um, I didn't watch the extended version. I don't think Alan Josh did either. Brian, did you watch the ninety-two minute version or the one hundred and two minute? I believe I did watch the extended version because I heard that there was a scene that was cut out uh, that made it PG thirteen in his trailer. Mm. So uh, yeah, apparently, did you guys see him punching holes in the roof of the trailer? No. No. Oh, okay. Not with his fists. Did he bring well, that was a yeah. longer? Time. Yeah. So apparently, yeah. in the extended version, he brings the lady home. Is that right? Yes, that's the part that I saw. And you know all those questions we have about Superman and Lois Lane's 
yes, when he that. reaches, he says to her, well, and we'll get there. We'll get there. Cause I'll, he meets this woman in this bar. Isn't it okay. in this scene? Oh, wow. It's in this scene. It's the girl who makes eyes at him from across the bar. She starts asking a bunch of questions. You saved my cousin from a carjacking, blah, blah, blah. He asks her, do you have a car? <laughs> like, it's, yeah. I grew up with homies like this where they're just like, you got a car? Cool. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Uh, yeah. So they go to his trailer. He tells her, he whispers in her ear as she is taking off her clothes. And he's just like, well, I don't know. He's hammered. When I reach the mountaintop, you got to get off. You got to leave. Oh, shit. The trailers are shaking. He is like, you're doing too much. 15 seconds. One pump <laughs> jump kind of thing. Three holes get punched in the roof. And she is like terrified. She asks if he has a restroom. She sneaks out the window and goes away. So there's this whole wow. subtext in this thing where it's like, oh, he can't even, he can't even go more than 15 seconds. Well, does it? Yeah. Well, and then, so you're saying that his nut was like exploded through the ceiling? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Basically Whoa. his, his ejaculation punched holes through the roof and you can see like sunlight coming through and she's like terrified. Yeah. It's a really weird. I can weird, see that. Weird moment. I mean, that's like the pulling out method and <laughs> It's easy to not make the timing work. Yeah, <laughs> so we, yeah. we had we had this same conversation about Superman with Lois Lane. Yeah. And that's why he ended up in, what was it, three? Where he goes into the phone booth chamber? And, two, two. And two, yeah. and then loses Lose his powers his so that yeah. he can lose like his virginity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Same, like, yeah. Same thing. Uh, all right. Okay. So, all right. So we meet a uh, PR guy, Ray Embry. He's pitching uh, charitable giving uh, to a corporate board who makes uh, <laughs> some sort of stuff, like a TB. Yeah. They make a, yeah, vaccinations. Yeah. Right. Um, stuff they charge a lot of money for. Yeah. So all it hard. was a board meeting. Yes. It was a board meeting. They were What degree of evil? Uh, they were pretty, they were just kind of modern capitalist evil honestly yeah <laughs> yeah there was that element yeah I bet writers don't even realize that <laughs> yeah how many board meetings they put into these things In the board movies. board meetings and charity balls um so yes. uh yeah it doesn't go well on the way home his car gets stuck on railroad tracks um so everybody when you're stuck in traffic and you come up to railroad tracks don't Pull all the way up to the bumper in front of you. Wait until there's room in front of the railroad tracks so you can pull forward across the tracks so this doesn't yeah. happen to you. That's the, basic- two car, the car in front of him and the car behind him are also stupid because yeah. they are all in danger of getting hit by a train. It's not just right. uh, Ray Embry or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the train isn't just the width of the tracks. All three of those cars are going to be fucked up. <laughs> right. And Hancock lets them know. He's like, you're all idiots. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you don't see a train coming, don't park on the train tracks. Yeah. Never park oh, on I, train tracks. That's our public service yeah. announcement for the week. <laughs> and then also love. Love is a thing. Go out and get some. Yeah. Love and train tracks. Um, <laughs> so, all right. You're out. Don't. Don't park on love either. Yeah, don't don't park on love. You take it all the way home, man. You got to keep it moving. You got it. You hold on to it and go the full distance. 
Yeah, so um, everyone's point was valid. You could just fly up. Yeah. He, he, no, and this was a really funny scene. Like, yeah. especially, you know, Jason Bateman is, is, is just always funny. He does the dry, straight man humor really yeah. great. He should have just flown straight up. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Hancock saves him. In real life and in movies, people love to tell drunks they can smell them. Yes. As yeah. If that's ever a concern of the blackout alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I don't care. I just over everything in this room. Like, did you smell also that I pissed my pants? Because uh, <laughs> you're lucky that you can only smell liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the jig is up. I he's smell very, it. He's very matter of fact about it. He's just like, because I've been drinking. That's my point. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Can you smell the cocaine also? Like, come on. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't see Hancock doing harder stuff than just drinking. Well, I mean, they clearly did want to keep it PG 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, all right. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Hancock goes home with Ray, (laughs) tows the car home for him. Um, uh, Ray invites Hancock to dinner with his wife and son. His wife, Mary, takes an instant dislike to Hancock. but his Well, son- at first it's ambiguous, which we find out why. Mm-hmm. But she, yeah, they have intense eye contact, and she's putting off an intense vibe. But we don't know that it's dislike yet. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. They really focused on, on her looking at him, and it was not a clear emotion at first. Well, I mean. Is she attracted um, to him, or do they have a path? I, yes, I, I thought they were trying to play it for her just being like, oh, he's that jerk who's drunk all the time. Like, I don't like him. Like, frigid. the housewife. Was, yeah. Well, that's how she played it, but there was some knowing glances. And they uh, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he, he well, also looked kind of perplexed. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this. Not to say this is an unanswered question, but in this moment, they they explain later that they are attracted to each other. It's physics, they say. Is that why dumbass Ray parked on the train tracks? Right? Like fate, something. Like, I don't know. She says something about fate not existing later. Like This moment is a weird machination of that whole thing where I'm like, how did we get to here? So like none of this makes sense if that's no. physics or fate and yeah. It really doesn't and okay so so you mentioned unanswered questions I'm sure many okay. of these will get through as we go through the film but I had more unanswered questions for this movie than I have for any previous movie we have done. I have 17 really? I have 17 listed. Oh that's awesome. Um, well it was wow. cut from whole cloth. It wasn't, yeah. you know, like, yeah. okay, it's a Spider-Man movie. We'll forgive. We'll su- suspend disbelief for Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ex- well, yeah. And we don't have a larger universe to answer any of the questions, too. So s- questions they didn't answer, there simply aren't any available for. Whereas, well, yeah. like forward. you said, Spider-Man, we can be like, oh, well, you know, in the comics it says this. So probably. Um, Precisely. Yeah. All right. So um, we find out Aaron's being bullied by a French kid. Okay. Weird. <laughs> right? Like it, it wasn't bad. It made me laugh. So there you go. The it was fine. It was kind of amusing, but it was a really odd choice. Like, Michelle, really yeah. odd. Yeah, and a very, very bold of this French kid, right? This French kid <laughs> who just comes into American society and gets more American than everybody. Right. Like you're all renegade fur trappers. Like <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> let you. All right. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I liked Hancock's advice to to Aaron. It's like you take your right foot, <laughs> bring it up, catch him in his little piss pump. I've never heard that before. <laughs> I, I uh, had, but it, yeah, it was well used. Um, yeah. Okay. So he's like, "That's a good idea." <laughs> uh, so after dinner, Ray pitches to Hancock that he use his PR skills to help him rehabilitate his image. Hancock is resistant to the idea. He leaves. Then that night, Hancock uh, uh, lands on their roof and eavesdrops on Mary and Ray talking about him. Superman style. Yeah. Creepy. Yeah. Creepy ass fucking superheroes eavesdropping. Yeah. Uh, Insecure teenager superhero, basically. Right. Mm. Yeah. There's also that. Totally. Yeah. Um, We see Hancock's home, which is a trailer out in the middle of nowhere. In the unextended edition, this is the first time we see it. Yeah. I see. Yeah. It reminds me of Mel Gibson's um, like trailer setup and Lethal Weapon. I think it was. Oh, yeah. 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 Desolate over the a bluff over the ocean, just yeah. I mean, honestly, the older I get, the more that kind of seems <laughs> amazing. <laughs> like, oh, it's legit. doing that. Oh, yeah, just yeah. out away from everybody, just you and a trailer with a great view. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. I can live. I'm with already that. trapped indoors. Yeah, yeah. might as well put me away somewhere. I might as well have a nice sunset. Um, right, quiet. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> as we dream. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, uh, uh, Hancock's all sad and alone for a little while. He's got the little tin with the Frankenstein tickets in it. Um, and he goes, it's weird. It was Frankenstein thematically. I, could, I, I tried to think about it for a while. Thematically. I couldn't think of any reason why Frankenstein fed into this narrative. Um, it doesn't really. It doesn't. You no, know. and I tried to make it fit. Yeah, and that—that's one of those things when you're screen when screenwriting or just any writing really, but like you try to make little details like that feed into the overall negative or narrative thematically at least. I mean, Dracula would have made more sense because he's immortal. Yeah, Dracula. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, even like the mum. I, I thought I was thinking Frankenstein because. Um, the public is turning against him and he's misunderstood. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's misunderstood. Yeah, the okay. gen's super yeah, strong. Really. So does that make the PR guy Frankenstein and Hancock Frankenstein's monster? No, it would make Mary Frankenstein and Hancock Frankenstein's Actually, monster. Or is God sense. Frankenstein? Whoa. And Hancock is Frankenstein's monster. Well, God is Frankenstein and we're all Frankenstein's monster. It makes sense now. <laughs> there you go. I worked it out. Um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it made more sense in earlier drafts of the script, but I, I think it's just not very good <laughs> thematically. Um, my personal opinion. Uh, so Ray, it could have been singing in the fucking rain. It could have been anything, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like at this point, just make it a movie that doesn't matter. Gone with the wind. I mean, yeah. Um, so, all right. He goes back to Ray's house. He meets the French boule, bully. I almost said boule. Boule, boule, boule. Who he terrorizes him a little bit, throws him up in the air. Uh, then Ray shows Hancock some videos. Uh, I feel like that kid would have been bullied. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. I feel like He's that kid would have died on reentry. 
That's just well. There's that too. <laughs> yes, yeah. That His amount, that amount of pressure going up and down like that would have yeah. killed that child. Yes, the trails would have come out as yeah, the, as the acceleration alone. Yeah, yeah. And simply stopping him on the way down. I mean that that would probably have caused him to die as well. Yeah, there I, needs to be like an Incredible Hulk catching Tony Stark coming out of the black hole thing. Yeah, or wormhole. Anyways. Yeah. 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 Um, when he caught him, I was just like, oh, that he's he, dead, right? I was expecting him to fly up and like grab him and like bring him down. But yeah. yeah. I was expecting him to fly him back to France and <laughs> just drop him in on the top of the yeah. Eiffel Tower. Really funny, actually. <laughs> that would have been leave that, a kid in France. That actually would have been way funnier. <laughs> <laughs> the phrase leave a kid in France. <laughs> Home alone, but in French. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, yeah, he shows him some videos of his past exploits. There's him um, getting an ice cream with his clothes burned off. Him, The, the Nutty Buddy incident. The Nutty Buddy incident, yeah. With Nancy Grace all fired up. Oh, that's later. Oh, yeah. That, that's coming oh, that's up. later. That, well, not okay. much later, but coming up shortly. But, yeah, uh, the YouTube videos. Him throwing the whale into the ocean. Walter. Mm. Yeah. Walter remembers. Yeah. <laughs> Greenpeace remembers. Yeah, Greenpeace remembers. Yeah, it sucked for the people on that boat, but the whale would have been okay, right? Whale would have been all right. Yeah. Uh, that might have hurt. I don't know. That's a it maybe hurt, hurt, but that was really a, hard. That was a long way to be flung. Yeah. And very fast. Walter, There's a lot of mass. Yeah. Just did Walter like remembers. Yeah. So Walter so survived. It's implied that he's still alive. Walter. Yeah, yeah. he hates him. Good old Walter. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. So um, Ray tells Hancock he should stop drinking. Uh, Mary comes home with Aaron. They find out that there's a warrant that's been issued for Hancock's arrest <laughs> via Nancy Grace. Um, well, multiple subpoenas and warrants and things like yeah. that that he's never shown up for. Right. Oh, yeah. What is like a person. <laughs> Yeah. That nobody can do anything about. Yeah. Yeah, because he's Superman. But everyone. Like at a certain point, the U.S. Army would get involved, I'm sure. Yeah. Ray basically tells Hancock that he should turn himself in to the authorities and go to jail. Um, and saying that if he spends two weeks in jail, the public will be clamoring for him to come back. And obviously, it'll help Ray's career, but at the same time, he's not making any money. No. No, I think he's just doing this for the prestige. Like, and I mean, yeah. the exposure. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's got he a lot of eyeballs on him. Hancock is always making the news. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like he legitimately wants to help Hancock. I think I there's think some so. of that, too. Yeah. yeah he I has think a bleeding right. heart. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. Just a good dude. Yeah. Well, yeah maybe whole, before whole that. Organization that. is trying to get free drugs for people who need it. Right. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not even trying to get paid. He's just trying to get, he's trying to shake loose some stuff to help people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's passion first and then career. Yeah. Yeah. That was my point. How does he make a living? Yeah. Yeah. He must've, well, he must've just started this all heart thing and just like left a big PR firm or something. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. That's, that's, I I can't imagine how else they would have that house. Yeah. In LA. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. yeah, it's like Silver Lake or something. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> that poor living there. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So Hancock reluctantly agrees. He has a press conference. He goes to prison. Um, 
this is another situation where the prisoner, the the humans should really know not to do this. Like, yeah. What do they think he, is going to happen? Because he put many of them in there already. A lot of them already have experience with this guy. Yeah. 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 Like, what so do they? Yeah, think? exactly. So they do know what he can do. The, there are some shots that just show how powerful he is in this sequence of him going to prison when they are all in the chain gang and he pulls the entire chain gang behind him. Right. Yeah. I laughed. That was, That's the which, first, like, I laughed so hard at that moment. Which, which was not in the theatrical version. It was not yeah. in the theatrical cut. Are you kidding oh, me? Say that. Nope. Yeah. Oh my god, that's one of the best parts of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not in the theatrical. Is that violent, movie. I guess. I don't know. I think Too they may have just cut it for time. It's inhumane. I think they just cut it for time. Honestly. Um, god, it landed for me. Um, so yeah, and so then he centaurs them basically, which is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was disturbing. I mean, I'm yeah. glad they paid it off because he said it a few times. Yeah, but he he looked a little disgusted himself. Like this is probably the first time he's actually had to carry through on his threat. Right? Yeah. This yeah. is what you wanted. This is what you made me do. Yeah. Put someone's head. Um. So all right. Uh. Ray visits Hancock. He has to reconvince him to stay. We get a. Uh, he joins a group. It was real. It was really funny when they're uh, on the phones and he like carves the hole in the glass mm-hmm. and Ray is still talking on the phone. They both are. Yeah. E- yeah. Even after uh, Hancock hangs up, he- Ray's still talking into the phone. <laughs> this movie yeah. hangs on how funny and charming Will Smith and Jason Bateman are and uh-huh. how well they work together. If, yeah. If these two actors were not as good as they are and this film would have been way, way, way worse because, like, up, they're great. Those two are up great. At this point, Will Smith's performance is perfect. Yeah. They're, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, they're, as much, okay. So, I mean, this isn't, in my opinion, this isn't a great movie, but it reminded me why Will Smith was one of the biggest movie stars of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he plays the oh. drunken, angry, salty kind of and it's a different character than he normally plays but he plays it perfectly yeah, yeah. Like i believe him 100 percent that he is just pissed absolutely and he's never had a problem with his acting no no he's always been good um yeah. so all right we get a he joins a group for substance abuse he doesn't want to share his experiences um that was cute they, with the the, yeah. the tough guys talking about their time well, and the cross and that's that's how we're measuring time in the jail uh, right. sequence is mm-hmm. by day by day by day, he passes until he decides not to. And he just says, I drink and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we, <laughs> yeah, we, we, get, like, yeah, we, we get the jail montage where it's the yeah. group and then he's the basketball <laughs> and he's drawing and yeah. The jail montage. And he's trying on outfits <laughs> from <laughs> a full length mirror. <laughs> uh, um, so, all right. Uh, Mary and Aaron visit Hancock. Uh, she gives her reluctant blessing to what her husband's trying to do with uh, with Hancock. Then uh, we get another montage of prison time. Hancock drawing on the walls, not participating in group. Ray shows up and presents Hancock with a super suit. Hancock doesn't like it. And it's been two weeks. Hancock is getting impatient. There's more prison montage. And then Hancock finally shares with the group. What does he draw on the wall? Is that a biblical scene? 
it's a lot of very representative stuff that felt like it should have meant something, but well, we don't have the yeah, context like for it. We were never it, given the context for what that's supposed to mean. Well, I had a theory. Um, because, well, after we found out what happens later, I had a theory. Yeah. But yeah. Um, he, it's the same with the eagle. They never really explained that, right? No. Yeah. Okay, so that's what I was thinking. If he's lived for all of these centuries or what have you, and he can fly, you know, but also has powers, he was probably represented as an eagle by um, earlier civilizations hmm. and such. Okay. And then a lot of that scrawling was, you know, uh, misplaced memories from all those different. Yeah. Cause there were yeah. some that seemed hieroglyphic and then some that seemed sort of Mesoamerican. It, drawing. It, one and, that really, yeah. the image that really st- stuck with me was there was a, a, a tall person holding hands with a short person. So a yeah. dog and a child <laughs> and the yes. eagle flying um, yeah. overhead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say some of the drawings reminded me of like the Dore illustrations of Dante mm. that mm-hmm. just had that kind of that line drawing, but kind of biblical. Yeah. I thought that would they fit. Were, that would check yeah, out. They too. were really, it seemed like there was a stronger leaning at some point for them being biblical angels. Yes. Yes. Know? Yeah. And they stepped back from that. But she said, some call us angels. Some call us Ray. You can call me Ray or Jay. Then um, the call finally comes. Hancock is needed by the police. He shaves, puts on a suit. He shaves with his fingernails. Um, That was great. Yeah. That was a great, like, how does Superman shave? A razor will cut his hair. We talked about that. Yes. His fingernails will do it. There's a lot of Superman questions that they answer. Yeah. Um, Just for some clever thinking. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. A lot of those little things, like the sex, which was in the extended yeah. edition, and like then the Superman thing, um, all of that was very interesting. Um, so, all right. Uh, he puts on a suit, arrives at the bank robbery. Um, he cooperates with the police, <laughs> tells them they're doing a great job. That's yeah, the thing. He gets coached by by Ray. Yeah. Tell them, good it's job. It's so hard for him to say it, yeah. And yeah. it's all he says to anybody that entire time. Yeah. <laughs> good, job. good job. Good job. Good uh, job. Uh, so his uniform has the eagle on the back. Yep. Uh, yeah. And as he marches through the gunfire, I didn't notice it the first time. He mar- he walks past the giant eagle statue. I saw yeah, that the, the second time. Just coincidentally. Yeah. Uh, um, neat. Yeah. So uh, he, uh, yeah. Um, the eagle kept reminding me of the Anheuser Busch eagle, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very much so. Uh, so, all right, he uh, saves a trapped police officer. That was cool with the cop car that he uses as a shield. Walks her off. Yeah. Um, he takes out all the bank robbers except for the leader. Just swooshing through. I'm not sure why that he did. That was a really clever way of doing it. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Added to the like. Uh, I don't want to say horror, but from the bad guy's perspective, it's kind of a horror element of like, where did they go? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and we're introduced to that weird guy who we later find out is a uh, professor at Stanford. And they didn't say disgraced yeah. professor or anything. Yeah. So he might still be on the job. Wait, yeah. the bank robber was a professor yeah. at Stanford? The main guy? He yeah. was a, one he was a psychology professor. And his name is psychology. Red. And what? Yeah. yeah what it's the, red, what? Red is his nickname. Uh, it's uh, yeah. uh, something Parker. Wait, wait, wait. There I it is. Ken, Kenneth Parker Jr. 
No, why professor is he a professor? Thank you. Yeah, of psychology at Stanford. Yeah. All the things it doesn't tie in. It doesn't go back to. I maybe it goes back to because supposedly with like seven seconds of time, he's really good at manipulating people psychologically. Oh, yeah, sure, but also yeah. like. No, okay. So, okay. So again, this feels like it was part of an earlier draft that was like put together where he was like, it was going to be a more traditional kind of like supervillain thing. Like he's a professor, he's smart. And now he's turning to crime and using his brains against people. Yeah. Right. But then there's this, then there's this thing with uh, um, Charlize Theron that comes out of nowhere and just sucks all the air out of the room and becomes the movie for the second half. And everything is just basically forgotten. Um, yeah, we never get to see him teach. He could have had like a dead poet society moment, <laughs> or or he could have been on television talking about Hancock's state of mind or something. You're right. You there know? you go. Yeah, like but he's just a bank robber who happens to teach at Stanford and wears a gimp mask. <laughs> yeah, it's not like sure it's a well-paid job. It's not. Right. Yeah, it's not like he's like hasn't received tenure. Um. So all right. So. Um, <laughs> He couldn't decide on an accent. That's the last time I'll say it, but it was intended. He was all over the place. Yeah, yeah he was. He was really all over the place. Um, all right. Mm-hmm. So he has explosives strapped to all the hostages. Uh, Reds doesn't seem to think that Hancock can do much of anything. <laughs> and yeah, so Hancock just cuts his hand off with the trigger. And uh, the police and the public are appreciative of Hancock's efforts. He gets applause. Yeah, the slow, deliberate flattening of the metal piece, the the like lampshade yeah, to make a blade, talking. sharpening mm-hmm. it with his fingernails. Yeah, it was very, very, very cool. It just showed how like capable Hancock was yeah. of being a successful and capable hero. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, he's not just powerful; he's pretty clever. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. He is. He's not a dummy. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, it's like theory level bit. of thinking on your toes. Mm-hmm. You know. He's definitely calmed down uh, with his sobriety because the red calls him an asshole, and he's just like, "I don't like that word." <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of Joe Piscopo and Johnny Dangerously. You remember? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody hangs me on a hook. Somebody <laughs> hanged me on a hook once. Once. <laughs> Uh, so that night to celebrate Hancock, Ray and Mary go out for dinner. Ray gets a meeting with the big corporation or PR firm or something. Uh, we find- Johnny Galecki. Yeah. He gets a meeting That's with true. Johnny Galecki. Yeah. Like every, every PR man dreams of his Johnny Galecki meeting at dinner. Uh, we find out that Aaron is May's stepson. Ray's a widower. So it's from his first marriage. Uh, we find out that Hancock woke up in a hospital uh, 80 years prior, so that would be like the 30s, I believe, um, with amnesia. He has no idea where he came from, and he doesn't age. Um, Hancock takes a drunken Ray home, and Ray passes out. Uh, he puts him to bed. Hancock goes downstairs. Mary notes he has a bruise on his hand. Then he and Mary have a weird moment where they almost kiss and then she throws him through the wall out of the house. She has. Yeah. So was it almost or, or did they kiss? Because later kiss? on Hancock, he says that there was something in that kiss. There wasn't. Uh, did their lips actually touch on screen? I don't think I saw it. I didn't I think so. I don't think I saw them. Yeah. Contact. He was like, you don't just kiss 
somebody like that. I don't know. Real quick, uh, I wanted to mention that Frankenstein came out in 1931. 31. Okay. Mm. James Whale. All right. Um, So, all right. They, uh, she tells him, she warns him not to tell Ray about her. Next morning, she tells Ray that the hole in the house is from Hancock sneezing. Hancock shows up and behind Ray's back gets Mary to agree to talk to him later about what happened. <laughs> With the most physical humor in this entire movie. Yeah. The, the fork in the rolling pin. Yeah, he's yeah. just doing a bit the whole time. Yeah, and she's having to stay stone-faced through it all, mm. you know, not laugh or get upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in prison, Red is scheming with other prisoners about escaping and killing Hancock. Um, that was amusing. That's the... Uh... The, the two guys from the Asthead incident. The, the centaur. Yes, yeah. The centaur incident. As it's known. Yeah. Uh, He's well, trying to get him this, to talk about how they feel. This shows his genius level right. intellect kind of thing. Yeah, if he can like, like, we should escape from prison and go get Hancock, like this weekend. His psychological manipulation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought it was was exciting to see that she had powers and stuff. I was like, whoa, she-cock. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't search that. Um, Mary. Don't Mary. search it. I, I'm not here to judge. Or do. Yeah. yeah, yeah you shit. know, it's up to you. Maybe you want, maybe like, yeah. Yeah. Be the best you. Just like any Google. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mary arrives at Hancock's place, tells him she's stronger than him. They're supernatural beings. She tells him they're siblings. Um, Hancock doesn't believe her about that. He's like, you don't kiss your brother that way. That's right. how they do it in their family. Yeah. That is what she said. Yeah. That's she so uh, the, the popcorn started to pop. Um, yeah. And there were uh, two times when Ray mentioned uh, it being hot. Yes. Like, did you turn yeah. up the heat? Yes. Mm. I, have, here. I have some unanswered questions about the heat thing and the weather. but yeah, um, physics. Uh <laughs> But what does that mean? Science. What does that mean? Uh, yeah. The only I thing know. I could think of was quantum entanglement. Mm. Mm. Sounds sexy. <laughs> so she, all right. Uh, it's all microwave heats up the Jiffy Pop. She shows up and she's all mm, in black yeah. and she's got like the, the like, um, the, yeah. the Trinity from the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. She, yeah. She's got the dark eye shadow. Yeah, the the, the the yeah the what do they call the that? Revealing. The dusk, dusky eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like yeah. the uh, make your ex jealous look. I guess is that it? Instead of the I'm I'm a stay at home mom look. I thought it was like I'm the sexy evil chick look, but like For, I don't understand my how alter they ego show up in a sundress and have them argue it out. Right. That or like sweatpants and t shirts. But I mean, yeah. yeah. But I mean, she 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 dresses evil on purpose to go do this like thing. So right. like, but and so, so for she like can't. five minutes, she's the bad guy, and then she's just not yeah. again. Like, yeah. It's then there weird. isn't one. Yeah. Well, Red's still. Yeah, of, but. yeah, but Red's the bad guy for two scenes, which last a total of three minutes. Right. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Um. They fight around L.A. She tells them they've been doing this for three thousand years together. The battle escalates. She doesn't like being called crazy. She doesn't like being called crazy. Yeah. And again, the, is, that was that was cute. 
So call me crazy one more time because he's been right. saying that through the whole. Well, thing yeah, and it's about, it's 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 her asshole. It's a cool marrying of the asshole thing, but then it doesn't go anywhere after that. It's this one scene. She doesn't end up being the bad guy. So like, what is? I don't know. <laughs> he should have shown her also punking Michelle the bully because she knows him. She's <laughs> <laughs> like. Fuck this kid. Don't talk to me or my son or my son's son. <laughs> you baguette eating son. Uh um, so all right. They uh all right, they're yeah, their battle escalates, they cause a ton of property damage, they get tornadoes and snow. Um, they break the building that Ray is in, and then he sees Mary there. Um they fight right out front of it. This is the most yeah. like set up bullshit right? in this movie. He doesn't this see. movie full of setup bullshit. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're like, wow, that's a pretty big tornado for downtown LA. <laughs> While it's snowing. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, um, so, all right. Ray goes home. Marion Hancock arrive. So the press doesn't ever like follow. I don't know. I feel like they. Who's Marion Hancock? <laughs> Mary and Hancock. <laughs> Yeah, why aren't there people, or at least one? Like the cops, like anybody, like they have a lot of privacy Mm -hmm. for them being such public figures. Hancock being such a public figure. Yeah. Well, and why didn't one of them just fix the house, the wall, real quick? Like, or put a they just lay a bunch of bricks? Yeah, or put a tarp (laughs) over it. Yeah. That's what a mortal oh, like, man would do. Like <laughs> Superman with that. his uh, wall building vision. Yes. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, all right. Lego. Um, so she tells Ray that she and Hancock were married. There were others. She and Hancock keep finding each other through the years, even when they're separated. Physics, blah, blah, blah. Hancock's upset she let him think he was alone. Ray's upset she didn't tell him about everything. She leaves. Um. Hancock goes to a convenience store to buy booze. We hear on the TV in the background that Red's escaped from prison with some friends. This is where we find out he is a professor, right? Yeah. yeah. We're well into the third act. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I said, not a disgraced professor no. or anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, has, yeah. he has tenure. They can't fire him. <laughs> He's teaching remotely from prison. <laughs> uh, they mentioned that he was a former professor um, and like his first crime involved him getting his graduate students to do something that some commit some sort of crime. It really seems like they were setting him up to be kind of a classic, like, like genius level intellect villain. And it just, I don't know. This movie is like three different scripts all just jammed together. Yeah. It really just needed a plot. It really did. <clears throat> All right. So um, let's see. Hancock ends up breaking up a robbery. He gets shot and the bullet actually wounds him. Um, he's taken to the hospital. Ray and Aaron see it on TV and rush in. Mary arrives too. She tells him that uh, he's becoming mortal. Whenever they're close to each other, they start to lose their powers. They're built in pairs. It's so they can live human lives Love, connect, grow old. She tells and him. And so their their powers grow or are more stable the farther apart they are. And I think that's kind of what happened with the Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> less, less Jeff than. Yeah. Right. Yeah, more, more, more Prince than Jeff, really. But. <laughs> yeah. 
Jeff, <laughs> Jeffrey. Okay. She tells him that they've had this issue over the years. Um, they keep getting attacked by humans and then having to go apart. <laughs> um, in the 30s, they were in Miami. They got mugged. He got a head wound. And in the hospital, when he woke up and couldn't remember her, she thought it would be best to leave him to live his life because whenever they're together, he gets hurt trying to protect her. Well, and it's funny. It's like, are you sure that the villagers ran you out of town because you guys have powers or is it because you're a biracial couple in like, right. That's a good point. Yeah. 1931. And then everything before. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, like, Oh, they're witches. They're witches. I had no idea that we were burning their house down there. Yeah. That works out. Um, yeah. Uh, so, all right. Uh, she thought he should stay alive to protect the world because he's very heroic. Red and his guys show up. They shoot Mary, who gets injured. Hancock fights them. He gets rid of everybody but Red. Red gets the upper hand on Hancock. He gets, Hancock gets stabbed in the back. Um, he's about to hill, kill Hancock when Ray cuts off Red's other hand. I don't think you can just cut off a hand like that with a fire axe. <laughs> Like it was very sharp, very sharp axe. Very, very sharp yeah. axe. It reminded me of Luke Wilson and Anchorman. <laughs> this is getting goddamn re. The bear pulls his arm off. <laughs> 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 okay. oh, um, yeah. So yeah, uh, so Ray, I guess, kills Red. Um, it seems like it. Um, Throws no, him out a window. <laughs> no, no, no. Maybe. He's, no, no. The. Uh, he, Ray, I think it got him with the, with the uh, the blunt part of the axe. You're right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so red hammered him with it. Yeah, red may or red. may not be dead. We don't know. Um, <laughs> so then, Mayor, uh, Hancock musters the last of his strength, runs out of the hospital, and then flies away so that Mary can regain her powers and live. He jumps out of the window. Yeah. He jumps, and right. it looks like he kills himself. Mm-hmm. He hits yeah. traffic and is laying there. Yeah, it was confusing. <laughs> I was just like, oh, well, that makes sense. He sacrificed himself to save her. But no, he's just jumping away. Yeah. But then he flew to the moon. Yeah. yeah and then, then he flies he to the moon. Far enough away. It defaces the, it. The blocking of these scenes were weird. Not blocked because nobody's moving really besides Hancock jumping in CG. But he gets far enough away and her heart start, restarts. Her yeah. monitor starts. Yeah. yeah. And then he can fly. Yeah, it was just this weird. Like, like I get what's happening, but this is a really clumsy way of showing this. Clumsy. Yeah, I think there was a lot like, of yeah. clumsiness as far as execution this. goes. Yeah. yeah, the back half of this movie is full of like, why are we doing this instead of the plot? The first half was really fun, and then the back half became this big drag. I, I feel like there may have been two movies planned and they were like, no, there's no guarantee we're going to get two movies. Stick them together. Well, there's definitely or, two edits. Yeah. yeah. Or, or like you said, there being three scripts all kind of piled into one. Mm-hmm. I think that that was them just giving up on, on choosing one. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean the world all like the, there's a lot of good stuff in here. It's just the story makes no sense. Um, so, well, right. and I think Peter Berg and the writers probably would have done a lot better. They probably thought it should be an R-rated movie. Oh, but well, you're that, right. A lot sure. of a lot of ideas got hobbled just to make it. Yeah, yeah definitely right. that with the the jokey stuff. So, all right. So we roll credits. Or no, wait, wait. We get a month later. Mary, Ray, and Aaron are eating ice cream at the Santa Monica Pier. Mary's apparently met every famous person in history. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. 
And possibly slept with JFK. Possibly slept with JFK. Um, Hancock calls, tells Ray to look up. So Ray, I have this in my unanswered questions, but how long did it take Hancock to do that to the moon? And no one noticed until that moment when he told Ray to look up. Yeah, this would have been international news. Yes. Yes. Yeah, because he ruined the moon. Yeah. The moon is changing shape, ladies and gentlemen. Gaze upon the the stars and see it happen before your eyes. And he has a trained golden eagle now? I don't know. Yeah. You don't yeah, remember that? that was just no, I saw the eagle, but into. I guess, or he just happened to fly past into. an yeah. eagle? I don't know. No, the eagle was perched there with him. Yeah, who knows? Um, my question about the moon is, is that paint? Or is that like I wonder. moon yeah. rock? Or is that what Mars is that? rocks? Yeah. Or is that like Jupiter dust? Like, what the fuck? So what is it? We don't is know. It, is is it Hancock's blood? Is oh, it his God. blood? Yeah, maybe. Is <laughs> he got blood in his urine? Has he been peeing all over the moon? Hmm. Um, hmm. All right. So, so all right. Uh, we, yeah. <laughs> we roll credits. Then we get a mid credit sequence where Hancock has to stop Mike Epps. Yeah. <laughs> Which Super who, mocks his, who mocks his tight-ass Wolverine outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, gotta make fun of this guy every chance you get. Then we roll credits for real. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's Hancock. Uh, yeah, I, it was. I mean, there was a lot of good stuff in there, but it was really hobbled by what we've been talking about. Just the script. May, the script was all over the place. There were too many ideas shoved into too small of an amount of time. It it mm-hmm. it really seemed like it should have been at least two movies to tell yeah. this whole story. Um, well, it's one of those where it's like it had moments. Yeah. yeah. It honestly had moments, but that's about it. Okay. So I'm going to roll through these unanswered questions real quick because we got three minutes <laughs> until our I live do. stream stops. Um, how long has he been in the public eye? Nobody knew, like, he, this happened 80 years ago, but has he been famous for 80 years? It doesn't seem like it when Jason Bateman's talking about it. He's like, why didn't I see this in the papers? Oh, it would have been yeah. 80 years ago. At what point did he become famous for being Hancock? Yeah, did he lay low? Right. 70s, 80s, one year ago? Yeah. Like, what? The um, invention of 24-hour news. The movie starts with everyone knowing him, yeah. even that little kid. Yeah. yeah. Um, how old are they? She says they've been doing that for 3,000 years. But she doesn't say they're 3,000 years old. Where did they come from? I know she says they're like angels or gods, but she's got to remember something about their actual origins. Are they Egyptian? Did they come, did they spring forth from the earth? Did they descend from the heavens? There's, she is maddeningly vague about They were made in pairs. Is what we're told. Made. So they were made. Maybe they were made 3,000 years ago. Maybe it's like yeah. a biblical timeline of 6,000 years and they don't right. remember the prehistoric part. Maybe it's like low key Judeo Christian. <laughs> like, yeah. That's kind of what point I of view. Them being right. made in God, very, God very Judeo Christian. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Uh, yeah, we don't know because yeah. they didn't They didn't tell us. They just didn't yeah, tell purposely, us. Purposefully, I believe. Yeah. 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 That being said, they didn't leave it as much of a mystery as they could have. I just found we were given just enough for it to be a little bit frustrating to me trying to figure out what was going on. It wasn't enough to... It wasn't enough to make me think, okay, well, that makes sense. Maybe they'll answer the questions later. But it was too much for me to be like, ooh, what will this mystery... Will this mystery be resolved in the sequels? 
Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they, uh, I had what happened to the others. I mean, I guess they just paired off and died. They all got clubbed by the public, I guess. Yeah. By people yeah. in the villages where they were paired off. Yeah. Well, like they're just, yeah, they, once you pair off, you lose your powers because you're both there together. So, yeah, they were yeah. probably killed. Yeah. Or they might have just grown old and died. Yeah. Died I mean, that's, that's possible too. Trail. Yeah. Um, it's like a. Um, so, why did the hospital just let her walk in into like their most famous patient's room? <laughs> <laughs> Without, there were no guards. There was nothing. It's the same hospital that lets you bring dogs in. <laughs> well, maybe, uh, maybe Ray called down as his like legal representative. Maybe I assume that, that Ray has more than just his PR access because he is like got him into jail. I assume that he has like power of attorney at this point. <laughs> yeah, good point. Guardianship. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, let's see. Um, okay. So why do they become mortal when they're near each other in pairs? Why do they get the chance to live these mortal lives when she says that they, he's, they're like God's, well, it's not God's insurance, but like, like they're there to like help humanity and see humanity through the ages. But also if you pair up, you're going to go ahead and grow old and die, which could have very well happened in like the first 200 years to everybody. Yeah, well, so they could experience. She says that so they could experience. But love then, what's the point of making that? But she also, but then she also right. says that they're built to be gods, like, like angels, protectors of humanity, kind of thing. So it's like, so I assume yeah. that they were scattered around the globe and very sparsely scattered. You know, it's a big planet to have even two hundred of them. You know, yeah. they, the odds are it will take them a very long time to find each other. Um, I feel, I feel like this was tied into the. The uh, uh, destiny, uh, the fate, um, when she says, like, fate doesn't mm. decide everything, um, that they were given a choice as these beings, that they were mm. still given free will and a choice to be super strong or be happy together. Okay, makes yeah. makes sense. I also made an assumption that they are the two most stubborn of their kind. Yeah. Because they are both also- assholes. <laughs> Well, and also, it um, this just occurred to me. Um, there's a big theme in superhero stories of uh, if the bad guys know who I care about, um, then that's my weakness. And so they didn't really come up with a weakness for Hancock. So it was literally that. Yeah. Literally her. was She was the weakness. Well, mm. Or his weakness is just yeah. being lonely. That's why he right, drinks. So this, yeah, I'm actually, but, but that the liability is a person you love. Well, I mean, actually, that makes a lot of strength, um, a lot of sense, Josh. Because if they couldn't come up with a actual like weakness, mm-hmm. her being the weakness makes sense from a script point of view. Um, yeah. It just seemed, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, uh, this whole thing is a mess. <laughs> it's just a big mess. He has a weakness, and it's just his groin and his jugular. You just have to really yeah. punch him really hard. There you go. But I mean, so, but orig- the first, you know, two thirds of the movie, his weakness is himself. It's man against yeah, himself, right. not man yeah. against you know. So it's like, I don't know. Deep down, your real arch enemy is you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let's see. Uh, I had what was his real name or her real name? I I. Th- Feel, felt like there should oh, have been really? a name drop, like you're known as Amantep or something. Like, yeah, some Babylonian. But see, that would commit. That would commit to one sort of, uh, you know, explanation yeah. which they didn't want to do. I feel like he would have asked her. 
or 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 that they point. we don't have names but we symbolize something we stand for blah 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 we're the ones who gather we're like prince it occurred yeah. to me and i felt it should have been addressed like what is it what like like i felt like he would have been like what was what's my real name because they made a point of him not knowing his name yeah they yeah so if so like, and, it's and Francis, it, yeah, <laughs> if she had simply addressed it, if like we've had many names given by humans, we don't have, we weren't made with names. Like just addressing it in that yeah. way would have been good enough. Um, yeah, we have the names we gave each other or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was asking how far away do they have to be from each other? I guess it seems like maybe a couple hundred yards. <laughs> Yeah, meters. Yeah. Like, yeah. like just a good restraining orders distance. It's, it's exponential. <laughs> exactly. The closer you get, the more concentrated it is. Yeah. So he, you he does end up in line. New York City. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the cop at the beginning suggested, the police chief at the beginning suggested. So, do they visit each other? Do you think in the future? Do they take phone calls instead? They're like, well, we can't really see each other because the you know people might uh, Columbus to death. Like, right. but yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess so. She's just going to be a mayor. She's just, she's just going to wait for Jason Bateman and his son to to die. die. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And then she's going to be bored again. (laughs) Exactly. Right. It's like getting a dog. All right. Um, I had a question about the moon. We talked about that. Um, what's with the Eagles? We kind of, we, we talked about that. Um, so was she controlling the weather or was it the result of them being together? The same with the heat. I thought at first, her powers my first, or a, re- a reaction to her powers. My first, my first time through, I thought the heat was her getting like worked up, and then the second time through, I was like, "Well, is it just part of the whole weather issue?" And it's when they get together, there's, there's, um, you know, uh, weather things. I couldn't decide. I I think it's uh, exacerbated when they fight with each other. Yeah, uh, their their powers conflicting. That makes sense. That makes sense. I thought it was maybe she's so powerful she affects the sort of. Oh, sorry. See, yeah, yeah. It, it seemed I inherent to her almost, and maybe he forgot that he could control the weather when he gets angry because he's not really angry. He's just annoyed the whole movie. Yeah. See, all or she is furious. Every everybody seems to think it's something different. It was very unclear. Yeah, they're not even really controlling the weather. They're it's not in their control. Yeah. Right, but it, there were points where it seemed like it did because it seemed like she was almost using the tornadoes as weapons. Like it seemed like it was, but then also it didn't. That. Yeah, she was like anticipating where they were. Maybe it was or, another one of the things about the movie that seemed very sloppy and half there. Like, well, we saved all this money by not having a plot. Let's use it for special effects in the end. <laughs> um. So was she crazy or not? Because it seemed like with the, like, she's going to be, like, don't call me crazy. Because they call him an asshole. Because he is one. Right. Yeah. No, is. I don't think she's crazy. I think it's that, um, you know, that that shitty thing that men do to yeah. women, you yeah. know. We right. interpret angry women as crazy women. Yeah. Right. I don't understand what you're saying. Angry. You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Men, are, men are assholes. Women are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's Al's new book. I guess I just. I, Fuck Mars. Fuck I, Mercury. The crazy thing just needed more there was a single beat of the don't call me crazy a single one um i I wanted three two would have at least been something or bateman saying like that's crazy and she goes you know i hate that i hate it yeah yeah set it up beforehand 
He almost had a a rule of three with her in the kitchen, like we were saying. He stabs her, then he hits her with the rolling pen, and then it looks like he's going to, you know, like box her ears with the two pans or something like that. Well, yeah. And she's like, oh, rule of three. But then he didn't. Well, yeah. Well, then she stops it. Yeah. It was kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, the whole villain thing where she's not really a villain, uh, being around all the famous people. um, Why didn't all his clothes get bullet holes in him? We saw a couple yeah. times where his clothes, sunglasses, yes. everything the suit. took the the brunt of bullets. They acted like real clothes did, but then his super suit did not. Yeah. yeah. Ray has access to like, you know, beyond Kevlar type material. Yeah. It's vibranium. <laughs> yeah. That he also embroidered an eagle on. Embroidered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, and then the, my last unanswered question was, why do people keep antagonizing him? He can murder everybody with no repercussions, which we talked <laughs> about extensively. Um, so, yeah, I had a lot of unanswered questions there. Um, and that I have a note. Yes. I have a footnote. Uh, the word asshole was used approximately twenty five point two five times. Wow. And That's not a lot of holes and not once in the trailer. <laughs> Jackass, jackass. In the trailer. Uh, um, How did and it's quarter of it's, an asshole? Well, so um, <laughs> Michelle's last uh, asshole was cut off at asshole. Oh, okay. He didn't get the L off before he got thrown up in the air. And oh. then Red at the bank, um, he only got through ass before he got his hand chopped off. Oh, okay. So well, I gave. Michelle's uh, three. I gave Michelle's a three quarters and Red's a, a half. So I, yeah. Well, you're tough, but fair. Yeah, yeah. That's that's why we keep you on now. Um, so, all right, guys, you ready to rank this thing? Yeah. All right, here we go. Um, the rankings. Okay, so it wasn't you know all that terrible of a movie, but I didn't feel like it was a s- superhero movie. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, it wasn't a terrible movie all in all, Hancock, but I don't know. It it's, doesn't feel like a superhero movie necessarily. Well, I mean, I, to me. I disagree. I think it's very much a right. superhero movie. I don't think it's a great superhero movie. It's certainly not a comic book movie. Um, well, maybe that's what I meant. Maybe I meant comic book. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's not a comic book movie. Um, but, I mean, a lot of the ones we've watched aren't. Um <sighs> this one's tough because, I mean, there's stuff there I liked. It was very fun and charming in a lot of ways. But like we said, it just falls apart the moment that she is revealed as being a superhero also. Um, uh, <laughs> that was a big sigh. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking here. I, I cannot figure out where to put it. Um, I'm looking at Jumper, which was the most recent one. I feel like it's definitely better than Jumper. But it's that kind. Maybe that's what I was trying to say is that it doesn't it doesn't give you the warm fuzzies because it's not a, a known property that you could at least. Yeah. Like at least Spider-Man's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean, there, there's I think it was an existential crisis movie more than. A, but yeah. But yeah. But I mean, they so literally call him a superhero a number of times and he has he's Superman. I mean, he flies at super strength. I mean. Yeah, but it's a crime. device to 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 for his personal journey. Yeah. But anyway, um. Let's see. I, I think if I think this is kind of fantastic four ish, like so much potential that is wasted. 
Um, I was looking at the same area. Yeah. yeah. yeah Ghost Rider is another one of those like yeah. so much potential and it's wasted. Somewhere in this area here, I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Jumper uh, wound up around there too. Yeah, um, Jumper just a little below those. I th- I do feel like it's a better movie than Jumper. Oh, J- by far. Jumper yeah. had yeah, a lot of the Jumper same. Was Jump, Jumper had a lot of the same problems, but it didn't have really any redeeming qualities. This at least had Will Smith and Jason Bateman and Charlize yeah. Theron. Um, at least the first half of this is fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, he has an arc. He, like we said, yeah. he gets sloppy, but he has an arc. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Blade Trinity wasn't a great movie either, honestly. Um, <laughs> but that was fun the whole way through, I thought. Yeah. Oh, the third yeah, one, fun. the one with Dracula? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least that one had yeah. Deadpool in it. Um, yeah. I'm fine with anywhere in the mid-30s. Yeah. Do we want to break up the Fantastic Fours just for sure. the sake of it? I'm surprised yeah. we liked the second one more. Yeah. I don't that, think we can be trusted. So. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rules are made up and the points don't matter. All right. Exactly. I'll just stick it here. We'll put Hancock right here in between. Just stick that cock right there. We'll stick the <laughs> cock in between the four of them. The eight. And when we get to Sheepcock, we can put that next to Hancock. Yep. That's right. The sequel. All right. Yeah. <laughs> there it goes. Hancock coming in at number 34 on our great big list of the every superhero movie ever made. Which brings us to uh, next uh, week's movie next week our 77th movie we will be watching Hellboy 2 The Golden Army oh I haven't seen this neither have I, I. I think I have either yeah yeah neither have I um, so uh, that uh, will do it everybody uh, thank you all for uh, for uh, listening for watching this week um, this is Ben Throw Smiley reminding you to uh, never take your gimp mask off when you're in the middle of a robbery. I'm Josh. I'm Josh CC, 11 year old French boy. I'm Brian Lash. I don't like to travel. I'm allergic to cats, and I am immortal. I'm Alaric Weber, and I'm like the Bono of being Alaric Weber. <laughs> you are absolutely. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.